The Gwinnett Baseball Report, brought to you by Mulder & Associates, making dreams come true one home at a time. I'm your host, Cody Butler, and I'll be giving you extensive coverage of baseball from the 12U ranks to the Gwinnett Stripers all season long. If they're playing baseball in Gwinnett County, I'm on top of it. <laughs> Better late than never. Welcome into week nine of the Gwinnett Baseball Report. Coming to you live on this Monday afternoon. We apologize for the delay. As y'all know, yesterday here in Gwinnett County, thunderstorms all day, tornado warning for some parts of the county. Uh, It just was a messy day, so we had to push things back. A little bit of a weather delay. Uh, But we're bringing you three interviews today. An interview live with Wesleyan head coach Brian Kramire. An interview with Archer head coach Danny Daigle. And an interview with Georgia Tech commit John Anderson. But we're going to start things off looking at the high school standings. We're one week until the playoffs. This is the final push. If you're not in that top four, you better get in it right now. Last week of the season before the playoffs, this will be the last time a lot of these seniors strap it up. We want to congratulate them and thank them for all their efforts. The way the playoffs work here in GHSA, you got to be the top four teams in your region. If you're a top two team, you get to host a first-round playoff series. So we're going to go and look and see where the Gwinnett County teams are and what they need to do to be in the playoffs. Starting in Region 6-7A, North Gwinnett, they pretty much all but locked up the region title in first place. Mountain View and Mill Creek, they're second and third. Mountain View sweeps Collins Hill, they lock down number two. Uh, Mill Creek, they need to handle business against PCA Ridge, and they need Mountain View to drop a game to Collins Hill. But those four teams are locked up. Those are your playoff teams in Region 6-7A. North Gwinnett, Mountain View, Mill Creek, and Peachtree Ridge. Region 7-7A, you got Brookwood, Parkview, Lakeside, DeKalb, and Norcross. You got three teams representing Gwinnett. They'll all be in the playoffs. Brookwood and Parkview, they'll be playing for the region title this week. Region 8-7A, Grayson, Archer, South Gwinnett, and Shiloh. All four of those teams will advance to the playoffs. Congratulations to them. Region 8, 6A, Winder Barrow, they're 12-0. They're the top team in 6A, the top team in that region. Habersham Central is coming in second for now. Huge matchup, Decula-Appalachie. This, those are the three and fourth teams. Decula puts together a big weekend. The Falcons could be hosting a playoff series next week. Region 8, 5A, Walnut Grove, probably the surprise. You look at that region with Loganville and Buford, you would think those one and two for sure, right? But no, Walnut Grove, 6-1, and one, they sit atop the region. Uh, Loganville's in second. Buford's currently third in the region, 2-2. Two and two. They look looking like the Wolves may be on the road to start the playoffs. And uh, Clark Central's rounding it out at 2-2. Two and two. Region 7-3A, Greater Atlanta Christian sneaking into that third spot. They made the playoffs like we thought they would. They're 8-7. and seven. Region 5-1A, can't talk enough about Wesleyan. We're going to talk to their head coach here in a minute. 9-1 and one in region play. They've been outstanding, 19-5 and five on the season. Big series coming up for them, though, against Mount Vernon. A lot of implications with that one this week. And then Region 8-1A, Hebron Christian, they're the fourth seed in this region. They will make the playoffs. We were able to catch up with Wesleyan head coach Brian Kramire. Uh, just a real winner. Took the Wolves to the 2015 2A state championship. Without further ado, here's our interview with Wesleyan head coach Brian Kramire. And we are here with Wesleyan head coach Brian Kramire. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Enjoy watching uh, the comeback of, of Tiger Woods. And that was exciting to spend your Sunday watching that before we get ready to start our playoffs this week. Absolutely. That was a special moment in sports. It was. Coach, talk to us about your background in baseball and how you ended up as the head coach at Wesleyan. Well, I started my career at Westminster in 1996, and I was a longtime assistant there um, before making the move over to Wesleyan School in 2005. And when I came in 2005, that's the 2005-2006 school year, I came over as an assistant for head coach Mike Shaheen. In 2011, 
Mike Shaheen announced that he was going to uproot and move his family to the Dominican Republic to begin a FCA mission um, for FCA branches here in the United States. If they want to take mission trips to the Dominican, he'd be their man on site. And so when Mike vacated the head coaching spot, then uh, the school tapped me to take over the program. So 2012 was my first year as head coach. And coach, you've done well. You've won a state championship in 2015. What was that like for you to be a part of your own state championship and to lead it as the head coach? Well, that was a special moment. Like you said, um, it was a little bit of validation. We had won in 2008, 9, and 10. But as I told people, it's a long way from being the assistant where you're making suggestions to being the head coach where you're making decisions. And uh, I think every coach kind of dreams of that moment. So it was very fulfilling for me as an individual and as a head coach. But there's been a lot of special moments along the way. A lot of the teams that may have come up short or even uh, missed out on the playoffs, they all have their special moments too that I recollect on fondly as I think of my career as a head coach. Coach, a lot of special moments with this 2019 group, currently 19-5, and the number three team in the power rankings. Talk to us about this team and how y'all have played so far. We're a really young team, and so uh, as far as my expectations, it's come out of nowhere that we've had this type of success, and I've been really thrilled with how the team has gelled. It speaks largely to the leadership that's been bestowed by the senior class, um, bringing our freshmen and our sophomores and our juniors along, getting them all to buy into the same mission. Um, So it's been quite a surprise for me just to see how they're developing, the momentum that they've built, and I'm really excited to see kind of what these next few weeks have in store for us. Coach, talk to us about some of those impact players that have helped lead to the success and help pick up 19 wins. It's it's fun to talk about these players, um, both collectively and individually. Uh, You can set aside their class when you talk about the impact that they have had on the success this season. Um, Probably want to start off with just uh, our stabilizing senior. He started just about every game for us the last three years, and that's shortstop Don Daniel. Um, We we laughed midway through the season as we were recollecting about them coming through their middle school years and junior varsity program, and I looked back at my records. We had actually cut him as a seventh grader in our middle school program. So here he goes from being cut as a seventh grader to end up being a starting shortstop for our varsity team as a sophomore. And that just shows you the, the maturity and the uh, determination that he has had to make himself into a player. Um, on the mound, our pitching staff has been led by Wyatt Copeland, who's a junior. Uh, that's a guy who's really worked hard in the offseason. He throws four pitches, uh, locates them well, and just has a, a great deal of confidence, yet is, is very humble on the mound. Behind the plate, probably the captain of our team is Charlie Taylor. He's a junior, yet committed to Tennessee. So he's going to continue his baseball career beyond high school. Um, he's well-respected by his teammates, as well as his classmates, uh, coaches, as well as his teachers. He's one of these kids that does it all in, in – um, every aspect of school classroom as well as on the athletic field and then um we also have had two impact freshmen uh cooper blouser who's pretty much played every position we've asked him from all three of the outfield positions to all the infield positions and then drew jones who uh, 
came out late due to basketball and then some injuries at the end of the basketball season. And he's nailed down our center field position um, as well as our number three and four batting slots. Well, Coach, they are certainly making quite the impact. Huge series this weekend with Mount Vernon, or this week, excuse me, huge series upcoming with Mount Vernon this week. Talk to us about that one and the implications it may have. Well, you're right about that, Cody. So we're somewhat neighborhood rivals as Wesleyan's located in Peachtree Corners and Mount Vernon is in Sydney Springs. So the teams know each other very, very well. Um, they got the best of us winning in the bottom of the seventh just last week. But as our region playoff determined, we would now get the chance to play them again in a three-game series. And that will be played Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Um, they're a really talented team. They have an outstanding pitcher, a young man by the name of Trace Gonzalez, and he's going on his way to Georgia Tech to pitch for them. Um, but I think our guys are excited to get another crack at Mount Vernon. They're a team that knocked us out of the playoffs two years ago, and then we were able to take the season series from them last year. So it's really been back and forth, two evenly matched teams, and, and we're excited to see what these next three days look like. Coach, you've definitely had a special year. We're hoping for a strong finish down the stretch. Good luck this thank week. You. We're pulling for you. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure talking with you. Huge thank you again to Wesley and Coach Brian Kramer. We really appreciate his time, and uh, we're wishing the Wolves the best of luck moving forward. Time to tell you about our GBR Big Series of the Week. We have two of them with region titles on the line. The Region 7 title, what a matchup. Brookwood, 20-7 on the year, 10-0, versus Parkview, 22-4, 8-0. Both of these teams coming in undefeated in region play. The game will be at Parkview on Wednesday, at Brookwood on Friday. Uh, whoever wins that Wednesday matchup could be dogpiling on Friday. The Broncos, they coming into this matchup 9-1 in their last 10 games. Brookwood's playing really well. Their only defeat lately was a tough loss to Loganville. You look at Parkview, 8-2 in their last 10 games. Their only losses are to Venice and Jesuit, two really, really good Florida programs. Some of the players to watch for Brookwood that have really been standing out. Gary Garrett, center fielder, leadoff hitter, been a dude for him. Will Mize, another great player, hitting that three-hole for the Broncos right now, playing really well. Carter Bailey, a really good two-way player for them, pitching really well for the Broncos. And Alex Flood, two no-hitters on the year. What is Alex Flood going to do in that Wednesday matchup on the road? Big-time pitcher, going to need a big-time performance at Parkview. Alex Flood has the kind of talent needed to go into Parkview and win that game. And when you look at the Panthers, they bring a plethora of pitching as well. Looking at talented pitchers such as Miles Garrett and Xander Stevens, and this is just a really loaded matchup. Neither of these teams have dropped a game. I think both coaches will agree the competition level is going to step up against each other. I think these are clearly the top two teams in Region 7-7A this year, and we're really looking forward to it. We're going to broadcast the Friday game at Brookwood High School and we're hoping to catch us a region champion. So check this matchup out. Outstanding rivalry, big-time matchup. Our next GBR Big Series of the Week is for the Region 8 title. Grayson-Archer, another rivalry, fantastic matchup. At Archer on Monday, at Archer later on today, at Grayson on Wednesday, and at Archer again on Friday. Grayson's coming into this matchup 19-7, perfect 12-0 in region play. Archer, 17-8, 11-1 in region play. Both of these teams are 8-2 in their last 10 games. Grayson's hitting 328 on the year with 108 stolen bases. I mean, they get on base, they're taking off. You look at Archer, some of the players that stand out. Shortstop Jordan Nathaniel, he's been outstanding. Blake Bortak, he's just been a really great player for them. He can hit, he can pitch. Kendall's been special. Trey Messer's been a really good hitter for them. Yes, yeah, so this is just a really talented matchup. You look at both of these teams, with this being a three-game series, and they're only one game apart, whoever wins the series will own the tiebreaker and win this region. Big-time matchup. 
Grayson defending champs multiple years running, you know, Archer really wants this one. We're actually blessed to be able to speak with Archer head coach Danny Daigle and Grayson two-way star John Anderson. So we're able to get both perspectives of this matchup. And uh, we're going to bring you a few minutes of those interviews right now. But first, let's take a quick word from our sponsors. Now is a great time to tell you about our friends at Mulder & Associates. Marla Mulder is a leading realtor in Gwinnett County and also specializes in Lake Lanier properties. Mulder & Associates will work to clear all the hurdles of your real estate transaction. Whether you're selling a house or buying a home, communication throughout is key. Their philosophy is simple. Client comes first. Marla Mulder, your realtor for life. Making dreams come true one home at a time. Give Marla a call at 404-569-7393 or visit her online at marlamovesyou.com. She promises to take exceptional care of your real estate needs. And we are live with Archer head coach Danny Daigle. Coach, how are you doing? Good, Cody. Thanks for having me. Talk to us about this season so far. You know, it's been a, it's been a up and down road, especially early on. It's it's changing culture and changing what's been going on there. It, in the beginning, took a little bit of time getting the players to understand what what we as coaches were asking of them was a little different than they've done in the past, and just the intensity of of the game and the way I coach it and the way we try to go about it. Just really. Uh, Really took a little time in the beginning of the season. I think that's where the struggles came, and 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 we were close early on. And I kept telling the guys to stay with, me, and we did. And it just really, it just just took a turn. Took a good turn uh, middle of the year. I'm not even sure if there's a particular game that I could say that where it took that turn. But we just started figuring out the right way to do things, and 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 one of that is we're, we're just we just like to grind. We like to grind at bats. We like to work pitchers as hard as we can. And, and I think they started started to understand that, and and it helped us get bullpens and helped us be successful. Our pitchers started throwing a lot more strikes than they were earlier, and confidence just started to grow. And and uh, it's it, it just it's been a great lineup top to bottom. I, I don't I don't it's it's fun getting the right lineup every day because I don't feel like there's a weakness in there. And uh, we we've just taken taken advantage of some good opportunities over the last you know month or so. Coach, y'all have a huge series coming up this week. The Region 8 title on the line against unbeaten Grayson. You get two of those games at home. Just talk to us about that one. You know, I, I, I'm not sure I can control the kids' excitement and where they're at. We, we practiced on the when we finished on Friday. I told them that this, this is something they haven't had. Uh, they haven't won a, a Region baseball title there yet. And there is a, a huge rivalry already in every sport with Grayson. And this just makes for a great week for Archer Baseball. And the excitement is through the roof. We have the Monday at home, Friday at home, and we travel there on Wednesday. Being it, you know, it's going to be hard to contain the emotions for the kids. And even myself just getting caught up in it because it's so much fun. This is what we work for. This is what really excited about it. We know that Grayson's good. We know they, they bring a lot to the table. And uh, we're just going to go out and be, be ourselves. That's what we've been talking about, be who we are and, and compete at our level and, and, and forget about who's in the other dugout. Coach, do you prepare differently for a team that has 107 stolen bases on the year? You know, we've done, probably since the off season back in the fall, we've done a tremendous job holding runners, and it's something we've been working on nonstop because we knew going into this region and, and – and just 7-8 baseball, there was going to be a lot more speed and a lot of stolen bases. So we've done nothing but prepare, I feel like, this for this the whole offseason. Holding runners, working with catchers, you know, you, you can't throw them all out. But you, you can definitely help yourself by holding runners and, and, and doing a better job of your looks and, and varying them and, and your timing to the plate. So we're hoping the work we've put in all year and all offseason is going to come through this week, and that's in that. That scenario. 
How do you think the level of baseball here in Gwinnett County compares to the levels you've seen elsewhere? Oh, it's definitely higher. There is no doubt. Um, you know, Gwinnett County's just got a tremendously rich history of baseball and baseball talent, and that was one of the intriguing parts to me to, to want to take this job was to get into Gwinnett and to be a part of it because from an outsider looking in for all those years, it's been so uh, it's been so dominant for the most part. There's so many good programs that do such a tremendous job that it was one of those opportunities I, I couldn't pass up professionally and, and was exciting for me and my family. No matter what, Coach, y'all are going to the postseason. How do you make sure that this next week, whether win or lose, doesn't affect y'all in the following week? I think just in our preparation. As, as long as we continue to prepare the way we've prepared all year, uh, which is just having really good, high-intensity focused practices, which, which we've done a great job with all year, even early on when we weren't winning a lot of games. The guys were showing up ready to work, ready to do the little things to get better. And as long as we continue to do that, regardless of win-lose, I think we'll be prepared for the playoffs. And I think, I think the boys are excited and focused about, about what's to come. Coach, last before I let you go, who are some players some of the fans can look out for this week? Jordan Nathaniel, uh, shortstops, had a tremendous year. Late Bortak, outfield, center fielder, pitcher. He's really come on on the mound over the last two weeks. Trey Messer, just been a tremendous, tremendous part of the offense. Andrew Booth, outfielder, just been a great asset at the plate. On the mound, we got Kendall Johnson, David Jones, and Blake Bortek and, and, and some guys in the bullpen that are going to come out and do some great things top to lineup. Our, our, top to bottom, our lineup is just scary. Um, I think we got some guys that contribute at different times, and we don't depend on one single person ever, and I think that's what makes us, makes us dangerous. Coach, thank you so much for your time, and good luck this week. Yes, Cody, thank you very much for everything. This is Brad Stromdahl, head baseball coach at Georgia Gwinnett College. The Gwinnett Baseball Player Report this week is brought to you by Game Time Leagues. Join Game Time Leagues this spring with the Game Time Gwinnett Middle School League. This league will connect middle school baseball players directly to their high school baseball program. Game Time Leagues is changing local baseball through many seasons, which enable you to play local and stay local. Be seen at Game Time Leagues through innovative recruiting exposure, professional coaching and development, and most importantly, playing games. Game Time League's changing local baseball. Play local, stay local. Find us at GameTimeLeagues.com. And we are here with Grayson Two-Way star John Anderson. John, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing very well. John, y'all are having a great year so far, undefeated in region play. Talk to us about what it's like to be a Grayson Ram. You know, it's awesome to be a Grayson Ram. Uh, We have a ton of great players behind us, and we play really well together. We have a lot of experience ever since we were kids just playing GGBL and growing up together. I think we have a good shot for the rest of the year. It's been a great season so far. Well, you're definitely having a great season offensively. You're hitting 400 at the plate. What's led to your success offensively? You know, at the beginning, you begin a little uh, pool happy, not utilizing the whole side of the field. But as the game's going by, you know, I try to find my pitch and not the pitcher's pitch get that one pitch that I'm looking for, stay inside of it, drive it gap to gap. And I think that's been a huge part of my success at the plate this season. On the mound, you've been dominant as well. 2.02 ERA, 30 innings pitch. You've been going out there getting wins all season. Talk to us about what it's like pitching for the Grayson. Oh, I mean, it's awesome to 
pitch for Grayson. It's it's a lot of fun. Just looking forward to keep it going for the rest of the season. Man, you're a Gwinnett guy growing up in Grayson. What's it like playing baseball here in Gwinnett? How do you think that's going to help prepare you at the next level? Uh, Gwinnett's full of uh, Showtime players. you got a lot in the 2019 class, a lot in the 2020, and a lot in the 2021 as well. You know, with the competition we're facing and the regions and in non-region play, I do think it'll align me up for college really well, knowing that we've seen some really talented arms and some quality hitters at the plate as well. A lot of moments left to be made, my man, but what's your favorite moment so far this season, whether it's an individual performance or a team effort? What's really stood out to you so far in 2019? You know, I will have to say one of the best games we played all around was probably against Brookwood. A lot of great pitching, a lot of great defense. You know, our bats weren't as hot, but, you know, it's a good rivalry, and it was just a lot of excitement to that game. So as a, from a team perspective, I think that was our best game of the season so far. Absolutely. We were in attendance for that game. That was an outstanding game. Uh, Blaylock versus Alex Flood, correct? That was a very good matchup. Oh, yes, sir. Very two competitive arms. Moving into another competitive matchup, man. Talk to us about this week. Region 8 title on the line, 12-0 versus 11-1. Y'all have to go to Archer for two games. Talk to us about that one. You know, it's it's been a rivalry ever since that Grayson and Archer have been in existence. I mean, these are the biggest three games of region because we both knew that we were going to be at the top at the end and we're just going to have to fight it out but they have some quality arms and i've seen some good hitting from them but you know if we play our game and stick to our pace i think we'll just do just fine we can beat them lastly man before i let you go an incredible accomplishment for you in your junior year you're committed to georgia tech just an outstanding program great campus talk to us about that you know georgia tech um they showed a lot of interest back when uh, I played at 15U in the summer, and then I've just been following along with ever ever since then. You know, they're a great program. They're picking it up since last year to this year. They're doing really well. There's a lot of big names in their lineup and some good quality arms. You know, the campus, it just felt like home, and the coaches are real friendly. It was just an easy decision all around. Well, John, you're having an outstanding season. You have a big week coming up. We're looking forward to covering it, and uh, thank you again for joining the Gwinnett Baseball Report. Thank you for having me. Thank you again to Wesleyan head coach Brian Kraymeyer, Archer head coach Danny Daigle, and Grayson two-way star John Anderson. We really appreciate everyone spending their time with us here on the Gwinnett Baseball Report. This is it, fellas. Last week of the season, next week's playoffs. Good luck, and we'll talk to you again soon. I'm meteorologist Austin Cheney at the North Georgia Weather Authority. This year, the North Georgia Weather Authority is excited to partner with Gwinnett Baseball Report to bring accurate local weather forecasts to you. You can find us on Facebook. Just search North Georgia Weather Authority, click like and follow, and you'll join the 38,000 Georgians that already trust the North Georgia Weather Authority. Weather forecasts are posted each morning at 7 a.m., followed by updates or severe weather coverage if necessary during the day. And of course, I'll have your Game of the Week forecast. For the North Georgia Weather Authority, I'm Austin Cheney.